Welcome to Embers and Wind. Are you feeling a calling to serve? What if answering this calling unleashes from deep within you leadership potential? I'm your podcast host, Keith Weedman. Blended three decades experience with knowledge from multiple disciplines to unleash hidden potential in others. In this weekly podcast, my distinguished guests and I will share what fuels us and how we serve. You will feel a gentle wind on the embers of service that glow within you. You will receive kindling for your capabilities and knowledge to build skills. You can utilize this gentle wind to ignite the kindling. You will be guided to do this for people you lead and serve. You can apply what you learn with people you love. Get ready to feel the gentle wind. Today's guest is an author, speaker, and emotional breakthrough mentor. He's a certified hypnotist and certified NLP practitioner. His area of specialization is in belief systems. He believes that we're all hurting from childhood and other traumas. When the pain of these traumas is resolved, you're empowered to manifest the life you want. He's the author of the book, Your Life Sucks No More, The Ultimate Guide to Manifesting Your Perfect Life. It is his mission to take away the emotional pain of the world. Please join me in welcoming Paul Levin to this podcast. The title of this episode is What If None of It Was Real? Welcome, Paul. Well, thank you so much, Keith. Tell us more about what you do. I work with people's minds and I help them change the way their mind works, the way it functions, the way it processes information. And the reason we do that, you see, Dr. Wayne Dyer, uh, who is no longer with us, he was very famous in, in the worlds of metaphysics. He told us that when we change the way we look at things, the things we look at change. Well, by changing the way the mind functions, we can change the way you look at things. And as a result, those things you are looking at will change and your life will become perfect, which is the name of my business. I deserve a perfect life because you do. Thank you, Paul. I like that. He's talking to you. You deserve a perfect life too. Have you always been working in this field, Paul? Actually, no, not at all. I was an electrical and computer engineer. I had gotten into that field as a young child, loved it, uh, worked in, in electronics and computers most of my life, and then knew that it, had, it was done. It was time to move on. And I actually was searching for the next thing. And we could actually segue into to my story, if you'd like. Um, sure, go ahead. All right, great. So speaking to the audience out there, how, how many of you have your kindergarten class picture? Just think about that. It's, it's stuck away in the attic somewhere, right? So I actually got mine from my father. And when I got it, this was several years ago, about 10 years ago, I looked at the picture and it's like, oh my God, who is this unhappy little boy in this picture? And I realized, I mean, I kind of knew, but it really hit home how my entire life had sucked. It had been very difficult. And I, here I was, I was 50 years old at one point, I was 50 years old and I'm sitting in my office and I'm asking myself, why does life have to suck so much? And I got an answer. And the answer was, it doesn't have to. 
Now, after 50 years of a life that sucked, when somebody tells you it doesn't have to, that just pisses me off even more, right? So here I was just even pissed off even more, but I made the decision that if life did not have to suck, then I would recreate it. I would, I would recreate my life from scratch, from nothing. And this time I'd be happy. Well, I did nothing with that for the next five years because my environment hadn't changed and that's a key principle. But the next three years after that, when my environment had completely changed, the house had been sold, I had become divorced, my kids had grown up and moved, on, moved out on their own. So now I, for the next three years, I completely transformed my life. And fast forward three years, I'm driving down the road. It's now two in the morning. I, I had started singing karaoke during the process. And, and I'm actually pretty good. Really? And I, I love singing. I totally love singing. And when, when now when I think back to childhood, yeah, I love singing as a child. But then there was all those years in between where I felt I wasn't allowed to or couldn't or was embarrassed to or all of that BS. So anyway, I started singing karaoke and it's two in the morning and I had had the most fantastic evening and I'm driving home after the most wonderful night and I started thinking about my day and how that had happened in the morning. And, and it wasn't how I planned it, but it worked out perfect. And then that had happened in the afternoon and I didn't plan that one at all, but it worked out perfect. And I realized, oh my God, I'm, I'm living a life where everything is perfect. Everything just works out in my life. It lines up perfectly. And that's when spirit, whose voice I had learned to hear and obey, spirit says to me, pull the car off to the side of the road. Why, is the engine gonna explode? Am I on fire? What, do I have a flat tire? What, okay? I mean, if Spirit tells me to pull the car off to the side of the road right now, there's a reason, all right? I pull the car off to the side of the road and Spirit says, oh, so you're living a life where everything is perfect, huh? And I said, yeah, it's amazing. And Spirit says, great, now you can go teach others. And I started crying. And so that's why I had to pull the car off to the side of the road because I couldn't have kept driving. And I said, yes. And so that's how I got here. That's why I do what I do now. Now, there might be some people that are like me that wonder, who is spirit? Wow. Okay. So to the unacquainted mind, spirit is that entity that is bigger than you. It is more powerful than your mind and your body. Now, I did see a kind of a look change on your face there, Keith. For the acquainted mind, it is you. Spirit is you. But that's a little difficult that to, to take initially, and, and it could take a little time for us to get to that understanding. So uh, go ahead with the next question. Okay, thank you. So you might say it's who we're capable of becoming. Oh, absolutely. You already are it. You already are a spirit. You just have to unbecome what you've become. Unleash, yeah. unleash the spirit that lives within you. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. So is this how you started working on people's minds then? It is. It is. I mean, the, the, obviously, the first mind I worked on was mine, right? Uh -huh. And um, there was so much to learn in that process. And I began to then teach my friends the things I had learned, and their lives began to change. And I, I realized I needed to formalize this, and I prepared a speech. I, at the time, I was, I was a speaker. I still am a speaker. I do public speaking, I do events, and I prepared a six-hour full-day event on this content of mine and presented the whole thing. Uh, in the room was a friend of mine. She was listening, uh, helping me as well. 
Mm-hmm. And the next day she's over my house and she's telling me about a problem she's having me having with her sister. And I look at her that we, we had just spent the entire day before talking about how to create the reality you want, how to manifest, mm-hmm. right? And I look at her and I say, so just use what we talked about yesterday. And she gave me this deer in the headlights look. And I realized, oh my God, they didn't get it. So what I, what I then thought about, and I thought about it, is I realized it was way too much content in way too little time. So what was six hours turned into six weeks and that has now become 12 weeks. And then I've put another program in front of it as an introduction so that people can not be making such a big jump, okay? So it now, now the system is so streamlined that pretty much anybody who wants to have a perfect life can. You labeled this show, What If None of It Was Real? Yes. Please explain what you mean by this title and how this relates to what we just talked about. Yeah, so I'm, I'm the audience, you're sitting out there and you're probably sitting in some kind of chair, maybe you're driving a car, maybe you're on your sofa laying down on your bed, and, and you think that thing you're sitting on is real. In fact, you think that thing that is sitting on that thing that you're sitting on, your body, you think that's real. It's not. None of it's real. Quantum physics, which is our most advanced science field today, Quantum physics tells us that everything in the universe is energy. And we can actually have a discussion about, and I'd love to do it if you'd like to, we, we, of going into the molecule and into the atom and into the nuclei and a layperson's understanding of how nothing is real. There is no physical matter in the universe. We could do that. It takes about three minutes. Sure. Let's go ahead. Yeah. All right. Cool. So imagine, I mean, so I, I know everybody here took sixth grade science. I did. Right. And, and in sixth grade science, they told me that everything in the universe is made up of molecules. And then they said that a molecule was this ball and a stick and another ball. And they're connected together like that with the stick. But then they said the stick wasn't real. So I go, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Teacher, teacher. A ball, a ball, a stick, the stick's not real. What's in the space between the balls? And the teacher just went on, everybody open your books to page 115 and and moved on. And I didn't get an answer to my question, but that's okay. Don't feel feel sorry for me, okay? It's all right. I got an answer. I, I asked the question again when I took chemistry in high school. And I said, teacher, teacher, because now they're telling me all about atoms and inside the atoms and is protons and neutrons and electrons. And have you ever noticed the vast amount of space between those things? Like from the nuclei to the electron, it's like way the heck out there, right? Professor, what's in the space, like empty space, right? I mean, it's not air, right? It can't, right? Because that's got its own molecule, right? What's in the empty space? And he just moved on. Oh, everybody open your books to page 167 and, you know, I moved on. Not a problem. I took chemistry again in grad school. Okay. Now they're telling me that inside those protons and neutrons are quarks and fectons and vast amounts. I mean, insane amounts relative to the size of the quark and the fepton, right? Insane amounts of empty space. Professor, what's in the empty space? I submit to you. I did not get an answer from the professor. I submit to you that what is in the empty space is energy. The energy that holds it all together. The energy that without which the electron would fly off and fly away. 
I mean, the speed it's going at, it just boom, gone like a bullet without that energy holding it together. And that energy is the pervasive energy that is everything in the universe. If you're made up of molecules, you are that energy. And then there's a much longer story that I can give you that shows how that energy is the creator, which makes you the creator of all things. And I teach you how to live in that. And then does this relate at all to emotions? Um, to emotions? Yes. Well, yes. Yes, because two things. First, what do we think an emotion is? And many of us who experience emotional pain in our lives, like anger, like, like disappointment, like grief, like sadness, like unhappiness, we think emotions are something that show up, we have no control over them, we really can't get rid of them when we want to, yeah, they go away eventually. And then there are pain in our tuchus, a pain in our rear, okay? That's what we think, wrong. Okay, just, just like nothing is real, everything is energy. That's not what emotions are. Emotions are a tool. They're a system by which you know how to make every decision in your life. And that's a, a very brief, I was gonna say it's a much larger course, but I don't wanna do that. So it's very briefly, when you have an emotion, if you're looking at your choices and you have a good feeling inside, you know, you're thinking about that particular boy, not all of the boys, just that particular boy or that particular girl, right? You know, you're looking at your choices and you have this really good feeling inside, that's that spirit, that energy, okay? One and the same, spirit, energy, same thing, okay? That's that spirit saying yes. On the flip side, if you've got pain, I mean, if you've got upset, if you've got stress, if you've got anger, if you've got nausea, if you've got that shooting pain that you know travels down the middle of your back, right? That thing, right? They're all forms of no. So life becomes very simple now. Everything is what do I want? Look at my choices, examine my feelings and pick the one that felt good. And you can have a perfect life. You're getting very close to something Brenda Burchard talks about in his book, High Performance Habits. He talks about high performers intentionally generate positive emotions, specifically joy and gratitude. And by doing this, they have a perfect life and they actually influence other people's lives around them. Yes, yes. And so I was an electrical and computer engineer. We mentioned that earlier, right? Yes. So the minute we start talking about frequency, well, I'm back home, okay? I'm an engineer. And, and emotions have frequencies. The highest frequency, and by the way, Google that. Don't, don't take my word for that, okay? Google frequencies of emotions and look at the images. There's, there's a plethora of, and I love that word, and I get to use it only when I talk about this topic. So there's a plethora of images out there that show the frequencies of emotions. And the highest frequency emotion a human being can experience is, go ahead, fill in the blank, gratitude, gratitude. And what is quantum? What not? What does electronics tell me? As an electronic, as an electrical engineer, it says the higher the frequency, the more energy or power is in the signal. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when you're radiating gratitude, you are radiating a powerful energy that is capable of influencing others. I like that, Paul. Thank you for sharing that. So it would be fair to say that nothing can stop you. Well, that's, that's really true. So, I mean, if you're sitting out there listening to, to this podcast right now 
And you're saying, oh, well, that sounds wonderful for him. I wish I could have, I wish I could just get a job. I wish I could just get uh, a relationship. I wish I could just be happy. You can, you yeah. can. It's And I'm going to say something that's going to piss people off big time right now. So get ready, brace yourselves. Okay. The only thing standing between you and what you want is you. Let me show you how to get out of the way. You can have anything you want. Back to you. Thank you. I like that. But I'm not pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay. I, I, because of that's my story, those are the people I want to help the most. All right. I, I work with people who are, who don't have as bad of a story as me. Uh -huh. All right. They just want to know, how can I have a perfect life? Okay. I mean, I worked with a um, real estate broker, very successful, um, good relationship, except for one little problem in the relationship. In fact, it was such a big problem to him that it caused him grief on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. And he came to me and he said, change her. Can you change her? Can you show me how to change her? And I said, no, I can't show you how to change her. I'll show you how to change you. When you change, she will change, I promise you. Was her his wife? Girlfriend at the time. Okay. And, you know, we started working together. He changed. About six weeks in, I say, how are things with the girlfriend? Oh, they're wonderful. What about that problem? Oh, no, that's been a problem for a couple of weeks now. I like that. My compliments, Paul. I'm thinking there's probably somebody listening right now who wants to learn more for you. I'm talking now about you. Yes, you, the listener, you want to learn more from Paul. Paul, how can they learn more from you? Excellent question. Thank you so much, Keith. Uh, I have a program. Like I had said, I kind of streamlined the process. So the first step is to have more happiness. And that may sound like a trivial statement. It's not. There's a whole bunch of science behind happiness. And there's a, so many aspects or areas of life that are cooperative with happiness. For example, your health. It's hard to be happy when you're sick, right? So I have a program called Be More Happy that will teach you, it will show you specific steps about how to have those aspects of life that will bring more happiness. And as you have more happiness, you will have better health. It's reciprocal. They work together. So you increase your health, you increase your happiness back and forth. And um, I'll go ahead and give the, the web address. Uh, sure. Cool. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, so simply go to the website. I deserve a perfect life.com. Remember, I deserve a perfect life because you do, right? Okay, I deserve a perfectlife.com forward slash be more happy. Actually, that's correct. Let's just stop right there. Be more happy. Uh, so yeah, go to that site. There's a little video from me there talking about um, the, the video that you could watch. And if you want to then watch the 30 minute program, it's completely free. Just sticking your name and email address to register. Uh, click submit and voila, you'll have the 30-minute uh, video at your fingertips and you can be more happy. Thank you, Paul. And I'll have that link in the show notes just to make it easy for listeners. So if you Great. want to learn more from Paul, you can look for the show notes to find the link. Paul, thank you very much for being a guest on this podcast. I appreciate you for going clearly beyond the boundaries of what would normally be expected 
for a computer science engineer or electrical engineer. Thank you so much for doing that. Finally, Paul and I want to thank you for joining us for this conversation on Embers and Wind. I look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you so much for joining us for this week's episode of Embers and Wind. If you enjoyed today, please come back next week. Please also share this episode with a friend. If you've not already subscribed to Embers and Wind, rated this podcast, and written a review, please do this now. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, you can reach me directly at embersandwind.net. Thank you again for joining us.